Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one gambling podcast show in the world. I'm Billy, Billy FFD, here with my great friend, Mr. Mo Watts, Mr. Morgan Watkins. How you doing tonight, my friend? I'm great. Like Billy said, number one in the world. If we're not number one in the world, we're number one in your hearts. We're also number one on your screens right now, so that's what matters the most. I'm doing- we're the only ones on your screens. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Only one in one of your ears. If you're listening to us on Spotify right now, whatever you're listening to us on, we're all that matters to you. That's yeah. that's what that's what we care about. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good thing. We're doing good, positive on almost every sport. We're we're plus money in. We're looking good. You know, it's what a journey it's been. What a ride. Yeah, you know, we started slow. I'm not gonna lie, they had us in the first half, bud. Not gonna lie. Yeah. They definitely had us in the first half. I mean, to go from I was for myself to go from over ten games down in NFL, to, I'm only two back now. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Uh, quick record update: I am 24, 23, and one. My rec- my record looks so small compared to yours because I didn't play the first week, and you had a massive card. <laughs> I can't help myself. You had a massive card week one, and I was like, just like, I I lost everything on that Saturday. I was like, I'm not putting a card up. You're like, you have to. I'm like, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. Um, so I am 24, 23, and one, and Mr. Mo Watts himself is 34, 36, and one. Can't have massive comeback. It feels good. It feels good to have well, my, that, my partner back. With that, I mean, the kid is also 14, 4, and one. In the last three weeks, which is pretty fucking sick as well. Yeah, I've been like breaking even three weeks in a row in the NFL. 50, 50%, 50%, 50%, 50%. Like, hey, it, it is what it is. Can't go wrong. Well, you got to do is read the totals, money. man. Read the totals. Yeah. You know, real quick. Simulation. Before we get into it, my biggest bet of the weekend was the Bengals. You, you want to... You want to apologize to me for I for this uh, again? Really hoping we can avoid this part. I did text <laughs> Mister Mister William Wilson here uh, sometime in the afternoon of that game, and I said I sincerely apologize. I was wrong. <laughs> um, I'm a man of honor. I own up to when I am wrong. He is now two and zero on me on these little best bet kind of opportunities where we go head to head with each other. I will get the best of him. Ride with me. We will come out on top at some point. I promise you. You know, it's it was a shitty spot. It didn't look good from the jump, and it just kept falling apart. Once uh, Jamar Chase put up his 200th yard of the game, was like, I don't like the looks of this. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was uh, it was a fun weekend. I, I made a lot of money this weekend, and then uh, Monday and Tuesday didn't work out so well for me, but uh, it's okay. We were up. We did a lot of live betting this weekend. Had a lot of fun. Live betting is very fun for me. I I think it's the best. They was like really good live bet also. Just to have it out there in that moment, it's like oh I'm in. Yeah, I took the Oklahoma live on Saturday. Free money. They they were giving out Oklahoma plus minus six and a half. I was like oh boy, they're gonna win by ten. If you do want to talk about a live game real fast, Sichuan Blue Whales live action right now. I don't have Chinese we're basketball in my book. We're losing 18 to 11, but we're laying four and a half to yeah. the Tichuan Pioneers. I don't even know who those guys are. 
I don't either. Like it looks like I'm going to have to look up some rosters, see if we got some <laughs> new recruits. Um, yeah, no, it's been fun. it was a fun weekend. We're back to the grind, though. I had a fun time. You know, I got the nice little Monday night push to get me over the 500 hump, which was very nice. It was looking a little iffy there for a few moments. The Buccaneers one was the, it was so easy. That was a 35-point win. Like, that was a breeze. Some of them were a little, little, little sketch, a little, little tiny bit there. I got a little nervous for a little while. Um, but then that under Monday night football, was that was too simple. That was easy money. Yeah. Those two teams stink. They're so mm-hmm. bad. So, um, I'm upset with the Lions-Rams over. That should have hit. There was two missed field goals in that game. There was, what, 17 points scored in the first seven minutes? I, didn't I, I, I say, to- though, I like the under in that game. I did say that last week. Listen, now granted, all the my right reasoning reasons. wasn't my reasoning wasn't the reasons the under hit. My reasoning was because Matt Stafford was going to take it easy once he got up big. Obviously, that wasn't the case. It's just they missed kicks and didn't fit. And they didn't finish drives. Yeah, but uh, shout out to the Lions. So the offense mush my stuff here. You know, I was right. Listen, shout out to you. You didn't take the bet, but I I, I still feel like I was on the right side. It just you know missed field goals are a killer. You know, yeah. I say the same thing about that Ravens pick. I feel like I was on the right side. No, you weren't. No. And that, that no. Just, I boondoggled that one real quick. I, I I lost my bet by two points. You lost yours by 40. Not bad. <laughs> I like it. Should have took the alternate spread. <laughs> Ravens plus 40. Yeah. Anyway, let's kick it off with some games talking NFL Sunday. Uh, do you have a game? Do you have a pick for tomorrow or is it just uh, for Sunday tonight? Uh, I do have a pick already for tomorrow. I don't have an, uh, I don't have a t- uh, pick on who I think is going to cover or win outright yet. Uh, I lean Packers plus six and a half, but I need to do a little bit more digging on that one. Uh, I just, I love, I think Aaron Rodgers is out for revenge now again, after week one coming out cold, he did it a couple of years ago with the R E L A X relax speech and everything came out on fire he's gonna do it again yes Devontae adams is probably not is not gonna play not probably alan lizard is gonna be out no reptiles crawling up the sideline on this time but we got some mvs marquez valdez scantley action which i'm always a big fan of and a little randall corn on my cob so slob on my knob corn on my cob we're gonna have a good time uh but i like that i do like the over in that game though for sure uh it's over 50 right now billy and i were talking before we started the show likes a little bit more if he drops a little bit lower I think that there's so many more weapons. And for those who haven't, don't know yet, Billy announced to me earlier, J.J. Watt, done for the year. That is big. That tells me, let's score a couple more points. Because now the pass rush, Chandler Jones is a one-man army out there. Yeah. So I do like the over 50 in that game for sure. Yeah, I don't hate it where the number is. You know, as me being the, the cheap fuck I am, I always want the better number. So I'll hold out and see what I can get. And if not, because the Devontae Adams, it's still like he may play if he tests negative tomorrow. I don't. I didn't look today to see if he tested negative, but um, you need two negative tests in consecutive days for him to play, and uh, I, I don't think he's going to play. I'll, I'll check if if you see if you see me on the over, then uh, you'll know my answer. But um, my first pick. Is going to be another over. We talked about this before, <laughs> Morgan. I was like, I'm not taking overs anymore. I'm just not going to do it. My first He's pick's an over. <laughs> yeah. uh, overs are hitting at a 61% clip on uh, unders are hitting at 61% clip this season. But uh, you have to pick your spots, and I think this is a spot 
real quick. Similar to last I year. Interrupt you real fast. I yeah. did just look up an update on Devontae Adams. He did not make travel with the Packers to Arizona. He's not playing. That's it. Yeah. So he will more than likely, barring taking a private jet or something, he's not going mm-hmm. to play. Yep. And if you do lean, um, if you want to lean for that game, I do also lead the Packers as well. It was already money coming in, like public money coming in on uh, on the Cardinals before any of this was happening. So, you know, Vegas is smarter than, than you guys are, unfortunately. It's hard to keep the lights on. But like I said, unders have been hitting 61% of the time this year. But you have to pick your spots, and I think this is a good spot. Similar um, primetime games hitting over like crazy. So, like, I'm not worried about that at all. Where usually it's been the opposite. Um, but this one, Titans, Colts, over 51. I love this pick. I did the same exact thing last year. I was at, I was at work. This guy comes in. He's on the phone with his friend who they're driving down to Atlantic City. Like, I can't wait to place this under on the Titans-Colts game. I said, hey, buddy. It was under 48. I said, hey, buddy, take the over. Didn't want to listen to me. I don't know if he listened to me or not. But uh, that game had over by a mile. Uh, Colts offense starting to come together. Finally, with your, with your boy, Mr. Carson Wentz. Hey, he, he kind of looks good. He doesn't look like the guy from last year. Good to an overstatement. You see that pe- that, that was quote beautiful. unquote fumble. That was absolutely beautiful. That was prime Carson Wentz. I miss that so much. You miss that so much. At least he's throwing it to somebody, right? It made me so happy. I was like, my boy's back. Yeah, I mean, at least he's throwing the ball to somebody. Uh, the Titans' offense has been firing all cylinders now that AJ Brown is back, healthy, and he's been a monster. Uh, 15 catches, 227 yards in the past two games. Uh, you have the monster in Derrick Henry, Mr. King Henry himself, who absolutely destroys the Colts every time they match up. 977 yards, six touchdowns in 11 games. He's putting up year-long numbers against the team in, in 11 games. Like, come on. He destroys this division. Uh, both teams giving up over 100 rushing yards per game. Indy gives up 245 yards through the air, and Tennessee gives up 275 yards through the air. Both teams, I think, will be able to move the ball pretty pretty quickly without any problems. The off, both offenses have been good. Uh, the defenses have been mediocre at best. A couple uh, breakdowns for you. The over is 5-0 and in the Texans' last, Titans' last five games as a road dog. Over is 9-2-1 in the Titans' last 12 uh, following against a spread win. Over 6-0, Titans last six, following a straight-up win over more than 14 points. Over, last one. Over is 8-0, and the Colts last eight versus a team with a winning record because they have to keep putting up points against good teams. Uh, another side note, I, I lean Titans in this one personally. I'm not taking a bet on the, the spread, but if you like the Colts, don't bet the Colts money line. Hear me out. This game will wind up deciding the division. Bet the future plus 400 for the Colts to win the division instead of the plus 120, 115 for them to win the game. Much better value, and this game will be very important for the division. I like that a lot better than I like the... Uh... Wait, what, are you, what are you thinking over there? I like that thought process, honestly. 
I nice. don't like it. I don't like it as an Eagles fan because we got that Colts first round pick coming in, and I much prefer the idea of it sitting in the top twelve. Yeah. Um, but I really like that logic. I, Thanks. Yeah, I, that's that's one of the smartest things I've ever heard you say. Actually, I appreciate that. Because I felt long and hard about that. I very much do agree with you. This game is the deciding the division right now. Mm-hmm. If this game tightens, when this game the division's done, it's over. Yeah. Colts aren't coming back from I think it'll be a four game deficit. And week eight, no, it's done. It's a wrap. Yeah, but if they win it. It's a that's a two game swing right there. They're only two games back in the division with another game against the Titans still to go. I, that's oh, you might be onto something, my friend. Sneaky, sneaky, a little sneaky, sneaky. Um, I heard something about like how this, like these two games are going to decide the division, and I like I tend to agree with it. But like me being the the value seeker, the cheap fuck that I am, I was like, hey, let me uh, let me look up what the uh, the division odds are. Much better value. I'd rather take that. But like I said, I lean the Titans. They're they're red hot right now. So that's very interesting. I agree with you. I I love. I told you earlier when you first told me. I love the over in this game as well. Fun fact: Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing. Obviously, do you know who number two is? No, off top Jonathan of my dome. Taylor, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts. Oh yeah, I guess because just about three hundred yards behind Derrick Henry. Yeah. Already, it's Derrick Henry's just under 900 yards. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's a little over 500. Same amount of games. It's unbelievable yeah. uh, how much they different is. I yeah, I like over in this one. Uh, Titans offense is starting to put it together. AJ Brown looks like the guy that we expected to be coming into the year. Uh, he's really picking it back up. Uh, uh, do we know if Julio's playing? I don't know. He played a little bit last week, but he was in and out of the game. I mean, they, it was a blowout towards the end. Um, no, I'm not sure, but I, I assume he's going to play. Yeah, once they get the A.J. Brown going, it makes Derrick Henry just so much more deadly. And you see Ryan Tannehill actually look like a very good quarterback again, which very much helps them. And you know, for the Colts, Carson Wentz has been doing playing very well. Um, he's done a great job getting the tight ends in there. Mo Alley-Cox has been putting up some numbers, which is nice. Jonathan Taylor is a weapon in the passing game and the receiving game, which is good. Wentz isn't overthrowing everybody, which is awesome. He's made some nice plays. He's not turning over the ball. I've seen a lot of PFF talk where he is the least turnover-worthy plays of any quarterback a year after having the most turnover-worthy mm-hmm. plays of any quarterback. Uh, that's awesome. Love to see that now that my team is in shambles. But I do like that pick. I think that's a good It's pretty solid. I'll also, similar like how you how we did last week, how you uh, took – we were talking, I think, Saturday – I told you I was going to be on the Titans plus two and a half, uh, over two and a half touchdowns. I'm be on the same thing again uh, for the same reason. Yeah, yeah both teams have to keep scoring. That was my favorite bet of the weekend. Once I saw I it was see. basically even money, I was like, oh yeah, give that me was that. Like too, just way too easy. Yeah, it was gotta... no problem. <laughs> so look out for that for Saturday because I uh, for Sunday I think I'll be on that That's as the well. Next, the next Philly special. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm going to open it up here with. The Buffalo Bills land 13 and a half against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are absolutely terrible. They stink. They played week two in Miami against Buffalo. Final score of that game was 35-0. Miami could not muster anything on offense. Their defense, which was supposed to be their calling card coming into the season, is one of the very worst in the league. They're giving up 20, they're 26 in the league in yards per play. They're 31st in points per game allowed. And they're dead last 32nd in yards allowed per game going up against arguably, and I don't even know if you honestly could say arguably, the most explosive offense in the league right now, coming off a bye week after a very tough loss against Tennessee. 
Buffalo is going to want to come out and put up points. They're going to want to show out right now and kind of reestablish their dominance in the AFC as the premier team. And not just the AFC, but the NFL. The Chiefs, they don't look good. They're in a lot of trouble. What's the real competition right now in the AFC? Maybe Baltimore, maybe Tennessee, Cincinnati. You got to throw them some respect, obviously. Um, but this is the Bills conference to run away with. And this is the type of team that they got to put up numbers. Josh Allen right now, plus 300 for MVP. Big game for him to put up big numbies against a very weak team in that secondary right now. Um, Miami against the Bills. They've only held the Bills to under 30 points one time in seven games that Josh Allen has played against them. Those games, Josh Allen has 22 touchdowns combined between passing and rushing, 108.1 passer rating just against the Dolphins in his career. He lights them up. There's something about those teal and white jerseys that he just, he's like a bull seeing red. He wants to run through them. He's going to put up big old numbers. Uh, Buffalo's number two ranked offense, consistent all season. They're putting up 33.8 points per game. And like I said, Dolphins haven't been able to stop anybody. Their offense also stinks. 18.1 18.1 points per game right now for the Dolphins, 29th best in the league. Uh, some couple trends with these games. Miami has lost eight of their last nine against Buffalo. Uh, each of the last six games has been by an average margin of victory of 20 points. Uh, Dolphins have not covered the spread in their last four games against the Bills, while the Bills just on the season, they're four and two against the spread. Um, Bills, the Bills, their faithful mafia that they have covered the spread in each of their last five games against teams with losing records and they're seven and two against the spread in their last nine games playing against Miami when they come up to Buffalo. Give me bills minus 13 and a half. Yeah, I don't hate that. I don't hate it at all. I'm always wary of betting on double digit favorites, but uh, it happened last week. Uh, Double digit favorites covered Uh, the bills. What was it? Thirty-five nothing last last. Thirty-five nothing in week yeah. two down in Miami. You hate that. Now they're at home. Ralph Wilson, one of the hardest places to play in the league. I like that. I like that a lot. Big Josh Always Allen count on a big two-zero two a interception late early in the game changed the whole tide of everything. Yeah. Love it. If you uh, if you follow FFD at all, you listen to me slander Tua this week. I called him a loser. A fat fucking loser and i stand by that he, he had a good game last week but at the end of the day what he does best is lose games you know he just finds a way people go, oh well you know that interception is in the first half but my first half is just as important as the second half just That's as important n- noodle arm to a <laughs> noodle you know i got to get that hawaiian uh, rice bowl arm right there <laughs> Uh, all right, my next play is going. I've, I've done done this way too many times. I feel like I'm you, but uh, I pick my spots. I think a little bit better than you do instead of just taking the Eagles every week. <laughs> I'm just finally taking the Eagles. I no, haven't I, touched the Eagles in a while. That was all last year. Every week, your article I, had I've Eagles. I've laid off. I've laid off. I actually was interested. I already I, I told you what I like in that game, but uh, too. Um, I'm going to be on the Steelers plus three and a half. If there's still fours out there, grab them now because this line is going to be two and a half come Sunday, and I can guarantee you that. Steeler fans, players, coaches remember all too well the shellacking, the absolute horror that was that rolled into them during the playoffs last year in the Browns. Things like that. Players, coaches, fans, we don't forget that. Nobody forgets that. This this is a division game that has revenge writ 
revenge written all over it. There's playoff implications for the Browns, but they're banged up beyond belief. Uh, three of the Browns' top offensive linemen are hurt. Kareem Hunt still on IR. Uh, Nick Chubb still questionable. OBJ banged up. Jarvis may play, but he's always a question mark when he has that hamstring injury. Uh, fun fact about these two teams. Pittsburgh has never lost back-to-back games to the Browns this century. <laughs> Another fun fact? That is a fun fact. Yeah. Another fun fact, if you, if you aren't having fun enough, here's another one. Big Ben, 23-2-1 in his career against the Browns. Uh, the last time he lost in the regular season to the Browns? 2014. It's a long time ago. A long, back when he had an arm. Back when he had a full-blown arm. The Steelers fully healthy. <laughs> not wrong. Off, yeah, fully healthy off the bye week. Had an extra week to prepare for the Browns, who are all sorts of banged up. Uh, quick stat about Mike Tomlin. As a head coach, he is 40-20 and 20 against the spread as an underdog. For those of you who can't do math, that's 67%. It's a great bet. Steelers have won seven out of the last for eight. Doing the math there. Listen, I know you were trying to do it. Uh, the numbers look good, but you, got, you, need, you need the percentage. People love the percentages. Uh, Steelers won the last seven out of the eight games as as dogs outright. Take the line now before it moves inside the key number, before key players are officially more key players are ruled out for the Browns. Gave me the Steelers plus three and a half all the way down to three. Not bad. Kind of like it. All right. Kinda See, like I told you I love my card this week. Might be, on, might, might be on to some things. Uh, I, I've said a few different times I don't really believe in that Browns team very much. Every time I say it, I look right every single time. They give up big numbers on against them. They don't cover spreads. They don't win. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't hate that at all. Well, I don't know if you said. I, where's that game being played at? Ooh, off the top of the dome, I pull it up right now. I believe it's in Cleveland, so it is a road game for Big Ben, which I don't like as much. But, uh, I actually think I like. I honestly like it more that way. No, Big Ben's garbage on the road. But, yeah, but you figure your home team gets you three points. You're telling me that the Bears or Bears, the uh, Browns are a half a point favorite, basically. Oh, give me that. Yeah. No, I. Either way, no matter what, um, you know, even if Baker comes back, I'm not convinced that he's healthy. He's in a lot of pain. That that hurts a lot. His shoulder is shot. Yeah, he's he's. Not that out of his socket three times, you know, to the point where his shoulder's just shattered. Uh, Case Keenum's a very good quarterback as a backup, but Not bad. I, as bad as Big Ben is, he's still better than Case Keenum. Uh, yeah, the Steelers for me. Love it. Here we get Dwayne Haskins audition. No, um, stop it. Stop it. Let's see if he's the guy. Let's see if he's the guy. No, we, um, we know he's not the guy. We know right, that. Moving on. We'll move on. This is like me talking about the Eagles. We're talking about Steelers fans now. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about my arch rival as an Eagles fan. Uh, I have two plays in this game, the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. We're going to take Cowboys laying two and a half points to the Vikings and the over 55. We're gonna start. We'll start with the spread in this game. This number should be much higher. This number, if you can get this number, still get it now. This is a number. It looks like it is accounting for Dak possibly not playing. 
He is questionable with a calf injury. They've had a bye week this past week. He's had plenty of time to rest. Dak is going to play in this game. I have no doubts in my mind that Dak will be out there Sunday night, 8.25 p.m. on primetime Sunday night football television. Not a single doubt in my mind. Um, main first reason you should take this pick. Would we say last – what was it last year? Um, oh, frick, I'm going great to team was great teams cover? Not, not that part. Uh, who was our college basketball team that covered every game forever? Bryant. Bryant. Bryant was perfect for a long, long time. Dallas is the last perfect against the spread team remaining in the season. You keep riding it till it ends. You stick, stay on that train. They're six and zero on the year, going up against a what I thought was a somewhat decent Vikings team. But the more and more I watch them, the more I'm like, ah, maybe they're just not that good. Um, they'll put up numbers. They put up big numbers. They're, if you're a fantasy football player, Vikings players are great players to own. Kirk Cousins puts up big numbers through the air. Um, but they just don't win. They don't get you there. Um, Minnesota so far this season, they're three and three against the spread. Not great. Not bad. Not great. Nothing special. Give me that six and O team Vikings three and 10 against the spread in their last 13 games. Um, which I absolutely love. They're also one and six against the spread in their last seven, just playing at home. Um, like I said, I want this number very early with Dallas to get as much as I can. Dak Prescott's been playing extremely well. He's Obviously, already a runaway comeback player of the year. He's second right now in the MVP odds, just behind Josh Allen, and not terribly far behind him. Um, he's going up against a Minnesota defense that, yeah, it's given up two. It's not giving up a ton of yards in the air, two hundred thirty point two yards per game, and only twenty two point eight yards. That's still, you know, it's nothing. It's not that great. They haven't played some really good offenses. Browns, who put up big numbers against them, they were they're also running offense. That is not a big team that's going to move the ball a ton. They played the Lions, a team that's not going to score a lot. They only beat the Lions by three points. You know, they they last two games they needed to go to overtime to beat the Panthers. They needed to win by a single field goal against the scrappy Detroit Lions. Um, Dallas's offense, however, averages a league best thirty four point two points per game. They're putting up two hundred ninety five point six yards per game through the air. Dak's a gunslinger. He's throwing that ball around, right? These two quarterbacks, this is the reason this is going to drive the game. And we're going to – this leads kind of into the total at over 55, which I really like as well. Quarterbacks are driving this. Dak has started for over 1,800 yards. He's completing just under 75% of his passes on the season, 73.1%. Pretty damn good. Uh, he's got 16 touchdown passes to only four interceptions. Kirk Cousins, no slouch. He puts up numbies. He's got 1,700, almost 1,800 yards passing on the year. He's at 69.5% completion percentage nice. on the year. He's got to bump that nice. down to 0.5. I know. you got to get a little bit lower, right? You, can't, you don't want to add a little half an inch there sometimes. Um, he's got 13 touchdown passes to just two interceptions. Say all you want about Kirk Cousins. You like that, everything. The guy can throw the ball. He can sling it. He can put up some numbers. He's got great weapons in Adam Thielen, who my, everyone knows if you know me, you don't, I don't really like him. Uh, Justin Jefferson obviously is a very good receiver, so I really like that. Uh, over is six and three in the Vikings' last nine games that they've played in, so I really like that. Uh, whereas the Cowboys have gone over the total of fifty-five four games already on the season, which I'm very intrigued by. Um, That's a good stat. A very good stat. Yep, not too bad. Um, like I said, there's 
Vikings are going to, there's going to be points scored in this game. Dallas has put up 34.2. Vikings 24.5 is what they're averaging. They are coming off a game where they just put up 34 points this last game. They put up a lot of points against Panthers as well. Uh, things are clicking for both of these offenses. Uh, I do think that the defenses aren't that great. Yes, Dallas has Trayvon Diggs, who's been awesome. Maybe your defensive player of the year already at this point. I mean, you can't unless Aaron Donald just blows up and has 20 sacks. You got to give it to the guy. Going to make a charge for MVP potentially with what he's doing mm-hmm. so far this year. Um, but the Dallas secondary, other than him, really is still not that good. You decide if you throw it elsewhere, you're going to put up numbers. You're going to move the ball. Uh, that's all you got to do. And you got Zeke has run the ball well. Davin Cook is getting healthier each week. Alexander Madison is a very nice, one of the best backup running backs in football. He will see play on the field. Give me the Cowboys minus two and a half. Give me the over 55. I think we're going to see a big scoring game here. Yeah. You're kind of talking me into the over, even though I told you I felt like it was a little trappy before <laughs> the show started. That over, they hit it four times already this season. Kind of makes me like it. Both those defenses are really bad. They're not kinda. great. Yeah. Uh, great. And I you got a factor also. This number here is without with them clear, Vegas clearly thinking Dak might not play still. I mean, you're not giving two and a half points to the Cowboys. You're laying the two what's, and a half. What's the spread? That. Two and a half. I feel, and the Vikings are at home? Vikings are home. I feel like that's fair. I feel like it's about, I, honestly, I feel like it's about accurate because high, how high scoring the game, they think the game is going to be. So I think that that factors in. That kind of goes to like how I usually handicap college basketball. It's like I look at the total first and then I look at the spread. I kind of feel like that's what it's going to be. It's like a shootout kind of kind of total, uh, kind of spread. Oh, yeah. I know? think we're looking at like a 34 31 game. That covers that's all I need. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You, you may have talked me into it. I might have a big card Saturday. I may have a very big card on Sunday. Very big card. Uh, it's going to be beautiful. Massive so card day back, baby. We're, just getting, we're going to college basketball Wednesdays or fuck them. We're going for Super Sundays. Oh, I can't wait till I don't have to bet on college football anymore. And just Saturdays to have like 30 games. College basketball. <laughs> just see the giant thread on Twitter. I have, just be ready. This is page one of seven. Yeah, I've kept all my big ones. Like, because I write down all my. Uh, all my uh, cards and my notes on my phone. I have some big ones from last year. I have a I have a 19 game card from last year. <laughs> Everyone thinks Yo. I'm the psycho. God damn. I mean, I've been on 700 college basketball games last year. Something like absolutely wild. And a shortened season. <laughs> Jeez. My next bet is something that's not ugly. Something ugly. Something I love. Falcons. Minus two and a half against the Panthers. Falcons are starting to get this offense clicking. Starting to get it going. You know, starting finding their mojo. Somebody learned how to throw the ball to Kyle Pitts. We'd love to see that. Mojo. Kyle Pitts really taking fire the past couple weeks. 100 yards back-to-back games. Taking the game over in the fourth quarter for the win last week. Uh, The offense really started clicking for the Falcons once they had the bye week. They kind of really they worked on things that I felt like they, I shouldn't say they did because I have no idea what they did, but uh, it looked like it feels <laughs> like they uh, they worked on things that the offense wasn't really moving the ball very well. It felt like they they ironed out the kinks, you know, kind of getting on the same page with the new offense that uh, Arthur Smith brought in. Panthers, on the other hand, oh boy, they look like a completely different team than they have in the first three games. Uh, showing us again that Sammy Smooch is just not a very good quarterback. 
Uh, I watched him here a lot in New York, and hey, he's not very good. He was benched last week for P.J. Walker. They said that that um, that Sam Darnold is going to be the starter once again this week. But that game benched it takes a toll on you mentally, especially if you're a starting quarterback. Get brought in, uh, you have a good couple games, and then you're kind of on a skid. That's the last thing you want to do is just take the quarterback out. It wasn't, and he may have just been seeing ghosts back at MetLife, but I, this Falcons team is starting to click at the right time. The Panthers are going downhill faster than an avalanche. Uh, when things like this happen, I hop on a trend before everything works its way back to the medium. Give me the Falcons, minus two and a half. A couple of stats for you. Falcons are 10 and three against spread in the last 13 against a team with a losing record. Panthers now have a losing record after going 3-0. and And uh, Panthers are 0-4 against the spread in the last four games overall. Like I said, give me the Falcons it, pretty easily. The Falcons win by 10, honestly. Uh, you might have talked me into this one, too. God Dude, damn. I, and I already talked you into my last pick before the show well, started. No, I, it's, actually, it's, it's a perfect segue because my next pick is in this exact same game. Oh. Uh, we're going to kick it down in the, in the ATL again. Uh, we're going to take the under 46 points in this game, Falcons-Panthers. Um, everything you said was literally in my notes also with it. Uh, some trends that I really like for this game. Under 7-1 in the Panthers' last eight following a straight-up loss of more than 14 points. It's also 4-1 in the Panthers' last five following against the spread loss. Um, between these two teams, this is where I, I really love it. This takes some deep... Critical thinking. A lot of research in here, right? Oh, no. I, I enjoyed this one. These two teams, their last 16 meetings, the under is 12-3-1 in their last 16. These teams don't put up points. And that's some good offenses there that Atlanta had for a few years. They don't hit the number. Carolina, for all their problems on offense, they still have a pretty good defense. They have some nice pieces. They're getting Stephon Gilmore out there again this week. That is still a nice get for them. Uh, Brian Burns is one of the more underrated and lesser-known defensive players in the league. Who's a very good pass rusher. Derek Brown is a great interior pass rusher out of Auburn. They still have pieces on that defense. Matt Rule has built up that defense. His entire first draft as a coach was spent nine draft picks, all on nine defensive players. As an offensive coach, love to see that. Um, like Billy already said, Sam Darnold was benched last week for uh, Matt Rule's former pupil, P.J. Walker, while he was at Temple at his first head coaching stop. My alma mater, which is always fun. Got to step up for the, the cherry and white team out there. Um, Panthers offense is anemic. They stink. They're putting up 20.9 points per game. Last three games, 16.3 points per game is all that they're putting up there. Sam Darnold's not finishing this game. There's no shot. He's going to come out and P.J. Walker is going to be out there. P.J. Walker will start next week's game. You can book it right now. Stone cold lock of the week. Um, Atlanta's offense, like Billy said, Kyle Pitts has gotten it going. Their offense has been significantly better of late. They still don't have very much of a running game. Mike Davis really does, hasn't done too much great. Cordero Patterson is more of a gadget player. If anything, he's not really a true running back. So you're not going to commit to Cordero Patterson at 20-plus carries a game. Um they're only averaging 22.5 points per game on the season. Like I said, Panthers defense, that is their strength. It plays into what the Falcons do well on offense. They have a corner and Gilmore who will match up against Wrigley. He has not put up good numbers this year. Shaq Thompson can run with 
Uh, Kyle Pitts, they also have very strong reigning rookie of the year safety and Jeremy Chin, who can line up against Kyle Pitts at times. Anything, Everything that the Falcons do good on offense, the Panthers are built to kind of defend that. So I really think this is going to be another very low-scoring game. Easiest under of the week last week, that Giants-Panthers game. I remember, I think it was going into the fourth quarter. It was like 9-3. to three. Absolute boring game. I remember I said it on the thing. I will not watch this game. It's going to suck. But Giants ended up, I think, what was it, 25-3 to three or something like that was the final score. They put up some points. 25-3. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Uh, so give me the under in this game, under 46. Oh, I like that a lot. Um, that game's going to be a shit show. It's going to be another game. It's going to be an absolute shit show. Yep. Uh, Morgan, real quick, do you have another bet? I don't. I have two lanes that okay. I like. Um, I got to do some research on them, but two lanes that I like. And now the more and more I look at this one, I'm I'm starting to hedge a little bit on it. Buccaneers five and a half versus the Saints. That number is very tempting, and that's why I got to do more research in it. I know there's I one of the stats I saw earlier today. Sean Payton is very rarely a home underdog. I think it's only nine times in his career, and he's six and three against the spread in those games. Uh, he covers that, especially as a five and a half point dog. Uh, however, it's Tom Brady factor. What do you do? I don't know. I think that there's a chance that this could be a slight letdown kind of spot for the Buccaneers. Um, really, they haven't been all that impressive if you take out the bad teams that they played. They put up numbers against the Eagles. They put up numbers last week. But you put them against the better teams, they really have not been that great. The teams that have good defenses especially. The Saints, for all the problems they have on offense, they have the number four ranked defense in the league. They're not too bad. They've got some very strong pass rushing. Yes, Tampa Bay has one of the best offensive lines in football. But if you can get a pass rush, even here or there, it does things. Marshawn Latimer is a very strong cornerback. They've got a lot of good pieces back there. I got to do some digging this. I still lean yeah. Buccaneers five and a half just because I don't think Brady loses or wins a game by less than a touchdown to against a division rival like this. Wow. Last year they they lost like forty five to six or something like no, that. No, they got spanked. They got yeah. absolutely spanked. But I mean, they I w- it's not really a revenge game because yeah, they they spanked the shit out of him in the playoffs. So it's a weird number. There are a ton of injuries. Um, Richard Sherman is already ruled out. Antonio Brown ruled out. Uh, Rob Gronkowski ruled out. There's a lot of injuries in this game, so I can see why that number is as low as it is. It's something to dig. I, I'm leaning it. We'll see what happens. Other lean that I do have, uh, and I have nothing really too much on this, Broncos and Washington under 44 points in this game. In the high altitude of Denver, it's a 425 start. Washington have to travel out there. I don't think Washington's going to be able to move the ball too much or do things. It's going to take the ball, take the air out of the ball when trying to find Terry McLaurin deep. I don't think that. Broncos still have a very good defense. They have a very good secondary. Uh, their corner town is absolutely loaded. Um, so, and Patrick Sertain, I think, is going to be a star in this league for a very long time. And you're just seeing corners usually take a little bit of time to develop in the NFL. He's starting to pick it up a little bit more. Had a pick six week one. I think he's going to do some things here. Denver offense, eh, eh, it is what it is. We're talking about Teddy Sleeves, Teddy Gloves, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. What, what's he going to do for me? He's a covering machine, uh, but I don't think he's going to put up a ton of points in this one. Two-headed running backs of uh, Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon telling me this is going to be a slow game. They're going to really try to push, you know, not move the ball too fast, control the clock, which really makes me lean the under even more in this game. Yeah. The reason why I made you ask if you had more picks is just because you have 35 wins in the NFL, not 34. I had to go back and double-check. 
Oh, it didn't fuck seem right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had to just I had to try to find. I had to go back to your article and look at your record. That's why I needed a second. Um, love you're to welcome, see it. Love, you're welcome. Love. Thank you very much. Thank yeah. you for all the math guys behind the scenes helping me do simple arithmetic. I greatly appreciate you. Yeah, um, it's not easy I don't have it. I don't have that many fingers to count, so it's not easy having to keep track of all the bets that I do, and let alone all the bets that you do. So, um, at it. thanks. I try. I have two more picks and a couple leans. Just the leans will be real quick. Uh, but the Rams' first half seven and a half versus the Texans is my favorite bet of the weekend. Uh, I told Morgan he, I was, without a doubt, was like, ah, I love that because already locked it in. Already locked it in. Uh, Rams remember what happened last week. They came out flat against the Lions. Uh, the special teams for the, for the Rams have been good for forever. They just always very good, always very strong. They looked embarrassing last week, let up an onside kick they didn't see coming right off the gate. Sean McVay is going to be on their ass all week in practice. All the coaches will be on their ass after they embarrass themselves. They did win the game. They won pretty easily after the first quarter, but it was a scare. It was a scare for a bit, and Sean McVay doesn't like stuff like that. He's an old-school guy with new-school ideas. Uh, angry Rams offense is bad news for the Texans' D, giving up 246 yards through the air and second most on the ground. Daryl Henderson coming off a rough game against a very easy, very bad run defense. I think they, he uh, steps it up in this one. Um, I don't know whether the Rams take their foot off the gas or not, in the second half, that's why I'm going with the first half. Uh, if it was 13 and a half like the Bills are, I'd be more than willing to take it. But uh, unfortunately, it's at 14 and a half. Therefore, I'm not touching the sec the full game. Give me the first half, playing it safe. Go home nice and early with a win. Rams my, uh, minus seven and a half in the first half. My teaser: Steelers plus nine and a half. Bears plus ten. Uh, this kind of t- ties into my lean is Bears money line versus the bitch Jimmy G and the 49ers. But I only lean that way if Matt Nagy isn't coaching this weekend. If he does coach, that's the Chip Kelly no shot. Advisor comes on, you roll with Chip. Yeah, no shot. Um, I will update the teaser as well because I just don't trust Matt Nagy at all. Uh, but for now, Bears plus 10, Steelers plus 9.5. Back to the winning ways in the teaser. Uh, I believe 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and 1 on the year in the teaser. Looking pretty solid. My other lean, Jags money line versus Seahawks. It won't be a, uh, an official play, but I wanted to give it out because uh, the Seahawks are bad. They are bad, bad, bad. They would have given up so many more yards to the, to the Saints, but um, the weather conditions were not ideal last week. Trevor Lawrence, as much as I shit on him on FFD and on here, he's got a little swag to him now with that first win under his belt. Big win for him. But I think he tries to come out hot. Looks good against his garbage secondary, against his garbage run defense. James Robinson, beautiful week to to, uh, own him in fantasy, I believe. You know, I think Jack just pulled this one out. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I feel like it's it's a big dog day. Look, it's big dog day coming up, boys. Let the big dog roam. I'll text you my uh, my winning parlay, my winning dog parlay. It's five five dogs I like. 
Uh, so what happened? Right about it. About it. Like about it. it. You like it? I do like it. You gotta, I mean, I'm rolling the parlay every week. I'm running the yeah. teaser. I trust you. The teaser's been hot. Teaser's you have been one hot. bad week. One bad oh. week. It happens. Yeah. I mean, it really was. I won last week. The week before, it was just. I was just dead wrong. Dead wrong. Yeah. Shit happens. I was yeah. dead wrong on the Ravens. Look how that went for me. Well, you bounce back. Yeah, you bounce back, Bucko. Yeah, you're welcome. I tried to try to tell you. Anytime I'm like, "Hey, man, don't do that," and you're like, "No, I'm gonna do it. You're an idiot." This is two times. The third time, you know, you're an idiot. As my as my guy Big Sean said, last night took an L, but tonight I bounce back. <laughs> you know, as as your boy uh, George W said. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. I can't be that, fooled again. I gotta ask. That was that is big. That is big, Sean. Right? I was right on that one. Yeah. yeah okay. I gotta make sure. I'm the I'm the country music guy, so you know, I my my rap knowledge is is limited. <laughs> Fool me once. Uh, can't be fooled again. <laughs> Mr. Mowat, do you have anything else for us tonight? Or? I do not. Uh, I will. I'm anticipating a nice, pretty card tomorrow for Thursday. Um, there's two college football games on that I like. I actually also, as we were doing this, digging into some FCS football, which I love some FCS action. Uh, I had a little side. I do wish I would have told you, but I had a Villanova last week and they won 44 to nothing. How even better. We both were there. Love to see that. Um, which was nice. So uh, I do like a little FCS action. Uh, I'll have some NBA stuff coming out tomorrow night. Um, I'm I'm pretty hot in soccer right now. Also, I know I've only posted one of them. I told Billy before I called the tie or the draw today for Aswana and Real. Uh, I was a letdown spot for Real. So um, there's a lot of games uh, on the pitch tomorrow. Also, they might have some soccer action going on. I'm I'm feeling the I'm feeling a little foot fetish going on for some soccer action here. That doesn't surprise me. You're a weird dude. I know you got to get in on it while you can. Maybe a little Chinese basketball. Who knows? Maybe I don't go to bed tonight. You know, I only got a little bit. Uh, but we'll have some stuff going on. But you can take a look at that at Bay and Diagonal. You can find me on there at MoWatch26. All my stuff gets retweeted on there. Uh, you can look at any picks that we have up there. The article, I will have two more, at least two more picks on our weekly six pack. Six packs hot, boys, girls, anyone who bets responsibly. The six packs hot. 14, what was it? What did we say? Four, what did I say? 14, three and one. 14, 14 four, and one. four and one. You're my math guy. That's all that matters. 14, four and one in the last three weeks. Um, stop bad. Pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. I'll take, I'll take those odds every week. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I will as well. You know, my boy's been hot. I've been uh, kind of mediocre, kind of treading the water, which is fine. And I'm, I'm plus money and three out of the four sports i'm just exactly even in college football 50 and 50 50 50 you know it is what it is i don't even know if i want to play anything else i haven't even looked at the slate for saturday yet but uh that's tomorrow's tomorrow's episode you can find me billy ffd on twitter you can find me at ffd underscore podcast you can find me at benny diagonal posting all my picks um a lot of stuff I didn't have any time to do DFS last week. I will be back this week. A little sneak peek. Trevor Lawrence is my flyer quarterback. Um, What else? Check out all the stuff that we have on the website. Check out all the stuff we have on the YouTube. 
But while you're there on the YouTube, be sure to like, click and subscribe, subscribe, drop a comment below. Tell us your favorite bets. We love to hear from you. Chirp us. Do whatever you have to do. Maybe the Mista Mista guy comes out one of these days. I, I love when people chirp me. And both times I've been chirped twice this season by people. And I've come out and had monster days the very next day. Me too. The, the card has been monstrous each yeah. time. So please, you're just feeding me. You know, yeah. Ezekiel, just keep feeding me here. Give me yeah. some little extra little juice. This, this is going to um, start coming into niche season soon. It's going to be, okay. you're going to be all on NBA. And I know we're both it's, it's getting, into the, getting into the specialties. Uh, as Billy did say with the articles and everything, I kind of dropped the ball this past week on the college football article. I completely lost track of what day it was. And I texted Billy either Friday or Saturday, said, Hey, the article's ready to go. We can get posted. And I'll put it up there. And he said, Oh, I didn't know you know you finished it. And I was like, Oh, fuck. I yeah. definitely didn't finish it. It was sitting there. Everything was ready to go. I just didn't format it and whatnot. Uh, it will be up this week for anybody who wants to do it. We're still doing pretty well with college football as well. Um, so that'll be up there. So we'll get back to the two articles a week for everybody who wants to get a little thirsty with another six-pack. Yeah, it'll be a beautiful site. Um, like I said, like, follow, subscribe. Gamble responsibly. And we'll see you fuckers tomorrow. <laughs>